Thanks for listening. This is Brian Hurley from Business Performance Improvement. The podcast, Lean Six Sigma Bursts, are short lessons, comments, Q&A, and insights. If you have a question, send your question through the Anchor app, and we might feature you on a future episode. Or contact me at biz-pi.com. In this podcast, I discuss a situation where the results of your project or improvement activity can take much longer than is reasonable to kind of wait around and see. The question that came up was, how can we improve the employee engagement and will that have an impact on turnover and people leaving the organization? That's something that you may not be able to measure directly depending on how many people are in your organization. If you've got thousands of people, you might be able to see changes that are happening over a couple months period. Ideally, we'd like to be able to do projects and improvements where we can see daily changes or even weekly changes in the numbers to know if, if it's working or not. As we get into the improvement phase, start putting things into practice, hopefully we see the data start to reflect what we've done. But for some of the projects, these can be long-term results. So what do we do when it's one or two years out before you see something tangible? Do we have to wait around that whole time before we can say the project's done? This is usually the advice I give to people in that situation. So let's use that engagement example. What we want to be able to do in the project or the activity is to quantify and understand what are the key drivers of that uh, turnover or loss. So of the past employees, what are the top items and issues that they addressed or brought up in the exit interview or commented about for the reason that they left? Was it pay? Was it their manager? Was it lack of opportunities? Was it personal challenges with commuting distance or, you know, got just got a better opportunity? Whatever the reason, we want to try and categorize that. And based on that data, we can then decide here are things we need to address. So let's use pay gap as an issue. And let's say that your analysis showed that a lot of people put down that pay was a challenge. You figured out that your organization was underpaying for the market for that, uh, those particular jobs. And maybe you noticed that this was happening in a certain department or area. So then what we want to be able to do is make those improvements, get things back up to where they should be. But it might take a while before you see that reflected in project results. So let's say it's going to be a year or more before you can actually see that and you can see the impact of those changes on the turnover. What you can do then is can we show the change in the results? So let's say we get down into the details and we say pay gap is is an issue. How do we quantify that you've addressed that pay gap? So what was the current performance on the pay gap? How many people and how far below the uh, average or typical pay for that job in that city, how far off were you? And then show how you've helped the organization close that gap. And then that could be the measurable change in it. So we might not be able to measure the long-term effects of the turnover, but we can say that the improvement worked and this is the gap we closed. And then you can tie back that that pay gap was coming from the data and the analysis we did. So our investigation and understanding and talking to the people, this is what we learned. And therefore, we can show that the improvement has been completed and we're seeing success on that individual improvement. 
but the longer, bigger project that we're trying to accomplish, the metric of success may take a while for us to see. So I'm usually okay with doing it that way because I know that that can be a while. But it can't just be we're going to come up with this improvement idea and hope that works and say that we made changes here. We, we got to be able to go back and show that that was a key driver or a key uh, complaint from the process. And that's why we feel pretty confident by improving this that it will have an impact on that overall metric. Okay, so that's the key is is to be able to tie it back to the data and to the analysis and the investigation and the research and the interviews and all that stuff. If you don't have that piece, then it's a complete shot in the dark, so to speak. And you don't really know if you're going to get those results. You're not very confident. Here, we're pretty confident that that will lead to long-term results. We just may not be able to wait forever to see that come through. So this usually comes up most often when I'm trying to get people certified for projects in either Lean or Six Sigma. They're, they say, you know, I can't wait or I'm actually taking another job. Do I have enough here to close on a project? So that's the reason where a lot of times these questions come up. But other times it could be you're working on a new design for your a factory and that design might not be in production for two years from now. So how do you show that the things you're doing in the design phase are actually going to show up in the production long term? So maybe your model that you put together predicts that this process step will take, you know, two and a half hours to complete. And so that's going to be a problem in your process if that's not something that's, you know, going to be able to meet the demand. But if you could show that you've made changes and then your model now predicts that it'll be an hour and a half, you don't actually know how long it's going to take, but you can at least get an idea that you're on the right track and that your predictive tool and your data is telling you that you are making changes there. So ideally, we do want to be able to go back at some point and measure and say, did this actually have an impact on that long-term metric? If it's 12 to 18 months out, I would still try to do that. If it's two to three years out there, that may be unrealistic to try and track that down after a long period of time. Obviously, if we can come up with other ways of measuring the process to see more uh, granular progress towards that number, that'd be better. And that all goes into that project charter at the beginning to say, how are we gonna measure this? So that we're not relying on that long-term number, but how do we set a goal that's more focused on something we can measure and we can see progress on. Other ways you can do that is also pilot study. So can you take one team in one small area and see some gain in that metric? If you could track that, maybe that doesn't have to take 12 or 18 months out. Another thing I've recommended is to do some kind of survey or a rating system or a, an assessment of the process and say we used to be this poor and now we're much better. And we feel strongly that this gap and this poor rating that we had before was holding us back and now that that's improved we feel like that's going to help us in that long-term success again you got to be able to tie it back and say that we didn't pull this out of thin air there's logic behind why we focus on this part of this um, activity and in this part of the process and made changes to this area so i hope that helps you think about your ways of measuring results at the end of the day that's what counts we don't have that feedback, then we're just doing a lot of activities and we're just thinking that it's gonna work, but there's no guarantee it will. 
it's really important that we tie everything back and be able to measure it when we're done. Even if we have a very good plan and everyone's excited and we all say, yep, this is definitely gonna work, we still gotta check the data. We still gotta check the numbers to see if it worked. If you have questions about something you're working on and you wanna get some advice or some help on that, just reach out, ask me questions, emails, or set up time to talk to me on the phone. There's a link always to book time on my calendar. Happy to talk through a couple scenarios with you half hour, an hour, no problem at all. If you have other questions, you can also leave a voicemail on the Anchor app, or you can email me at brian at biz-pi.com. Brian spelled with an O. All right, talk to you later. LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com has a list of glossary items about popular process improvement terms, along with a history of Lean and Six Sigma methods and key influencers like Dr. Edward Stemming, Henry Ford, Taichi Ono, Shigeo Shingo, and many more. You can also learn how to access affordable Lean and Six Sigma training and certification. Visit LeanSixSigmaDefinition.com.